welcome everyone to Understanding the I Am That Is You podcast. Yay! Hey everybody, it's your girl Wynn Ruffin, and I pray all is well with everyone, and your hearts and minds are full of love, joy, and compassion for yourselves and everyone else. And now I'm praying for the eradication of the coronavirus and all of its variants from the physical bodies of everyone everywhere, from the atmosphere of Mother Earth, and the elimination of the fearful thinking in the minds of mankind associated with it. I call on the government to step up their game, plans, or whatever they call it, and stopping the spread of this virus. The vaccines, boosters and masks that hopefully most people are wearing are not stopping this virus from spreading. The shots supposedly minimizes symptoms, could be, yet the virus continues to evolve and wreak havoc in this world. The country, the healthcare system, the school system, places of employment, and most other areas of our lives are being affected by this one virus with its constant evolutions. However, all of us in this country and around the world will have to do our parts to slow the spread and eradicate this dread from the face of the earth and stop hoping that it will eventually go away without effort on mankind's part, because it won't. Weather masks, People wear them all the time for Halloween or masquerade parties. Get the vaccine if need be. Most people take medications for everything else, and Lord knows we hear about them side effects. Government, stop guesstimating and taking chances with the lives of the people and work on a real solution. Because we know that this virus has been real in this world for a long time and still going. Ever wonder why? Think about it. What's most important to you? Human life, money, or appearances? Hashtag, shut it down. Hashtag, fix it. Amen. Give thanks and praises for love and life. And y'all be loved. Whoever would love life and see good days must keep their tongue from evil and their lips from deceitful speech. They must turn from evil and do good, they must seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are attentive to their prayer, but the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. 1 Peter 3 10-12 Light has come into the world, but people love darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. Everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that their deeds will be exposed. John 3 19-20 Love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. John 13 34-35 If you love me, keep my commands. And I will ask the Father, 
and He will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the Spirit of Truth. The world cannot accept Him, because it neither sees Him nor knows Him. But you know Him, for He lives with you and will be in you. Realize that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love them and show myself to them. Anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My Father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. Anyone who does not love me will not obey my teaching. These words you hear are not my own, they belong to the Father who sent me. All this I have spoken while still with you. But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything I have said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. John 14 15-27 As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in His love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. Therefore, love each other as I have loved you. John 15 9-12 Isis Unveiled Chapter 14 Stevens asked the native Indians who built Copan, what nation traced the hieroglyphic designs, sculptured these elegant figures and carvings, these emblematical designs. The dull answer he received was Kien Sabe? Who knows? All is mystery, dark, impenetrable mystery, writes Stevens. In Egypt, the colossal skeletons of gigantic temples stand in all the nakedness of desolation. Here, an immense forest shrouded the ruins, hiding them from sight. But there are perhaps many circumstances, trifling from archaeologists unacquainted with the idle and fanciful legends of old, hence overlooked, otherwise, the discovery might have sent them on a new train of thought. One is the invariable presence in the Egyptian, Mexican, and Siamese ruined temples, of the monkey. The Egyptian Sinocephalus assumes the same postures as the Hindu and Siamese Hanuma, and among the sculptured fragments of Copan, Stevens found the remains of colossal apes and baboons, strongly resembling in outline and appearance the four monstrous animals which once stood in front, attached to the base of the obelisk of Luxor, now in Paris, and which, under the name of the Sinocephaly, were worshipped at Thebes. In almost every Buddhist temple there are idols of huge monkeys kept, and some people have in their houses white monkeys on purpose to keep bad spirits away. With civilization, writes Louis de Carney, in the complex meaning we give that word, in keeping among the ancient Cambodians with what such prodigies of architecture seem to indicate? The age of Phidias was that of Sophocles, Socrates and Plato, Michelangelo and Raphael succeeded Dante. There are luminous epochs during which the human mind, developing itself in every direction, triumphs in all, and creates masterpieces which spring from the same inspiration. Knock on what, concludes Vincent, must be ascribed to other than ancient Cambodians. But to whom? There exist no credible traditions, all is absurd fable or legend. The latter sentence has become of late a sort of cant phrase in the mouths of travelers and archaeologists. H. P. Blavatsky 
When they have found that no clue is attainable unless it can be found in popular legends, they turn away discouraged, and a final verdict is withheld. At the same time Vincent quotes a writer who remarks that these ruins are as imposing as the ruins of Thebes, or Memphis, but more mysterious. Mu thinks they were erected by some ancient Michelangelo and adds that Nakhon what is grander than anything left to us by Greece or Rome. Furthermore, Mu ascribes the building again to some of the lost tribes of Israel, and is corroborated in that opinion by Mishi, the French bishop of Cambodia, who confesses that he is struck by the Hebrew character of the faces of many of the savage steens. Henri Mu believes that without exaggeration, the oldest parts of Angkor may be fixed at more than 2,000 years ago. This, then, in comparison with the pyramids, would make them quite modern, the date is more incredible, because the pictures on the walls may be proved to belong to those archaic ages when Poseidon and the Kaveri were worshipped throughout the continent. Had Nakhon what been built, as Dr. Adolf Bastian will have it, for the reception of the learned patriarch, Budagosa, who brought the holy books of the Trey Pidoc from Ceylon, or, as Bishop Palagoics, who refers the erection of this edifice to the reign of Prabhupatum surviving, when, the sacred books of the Buddhists were brought from Ceylon and Buddhism became the religion of the Cambodians, how is it possible to account for the following? We see in this same temple carved images of Buddha, four, and even thirty-two armed, and two and sixteen-headed gods, the Indian Vishnu, gods with wings, Burmese heads, Hindu figures, and Ceylon mythology. You see warriors riding upon elephants and in chariots, foot soldiers with shield and spear, boats, tigers, griffins, serpents, fishes, crocodiles, bullocks, soldiers of immense physical development, with helmets, and some people with beards, probably moors. The figures, adds Mr. Vincent, stand somewhat like those on the great Egyptian monuments, the side partly turned toward the front, and I noticed, besides, five horsemen, armed with spear and sword, riding abreast, like those seen upon the Assyrian tablets in the British Museum. For our part, we may add, that there are on the walls several repetitions of Dagon, the manfish of the Babylonians, and of the Kabirian gods of Samothrace. This may have escaped the notice of the few archaeologists who examined the place, but upon stricter inspection they will be found there, as well as the reputed father of the Kabiri, Vulcan, with his bolts and implements, having near him a king with a scepter in his hand, which is the counterpart of that of Cherenia, or the scepter of Agamemnon, so-called, said to have been presented to him by the lame god of Lemnos. In another place we find Vulcan, recognizable by his hammer and pincers, but under the shape of a monkey, as usually represented by the Egyptians. H.P. Blavatsky The I Am Discourses, Volume 14 Now when mankind understands what the sacred fire is and begins to use it, we won't have to do any more explaining about the inner action of the law because this will teach you of itself, because it will illumine the brain structure. It will consume the human concepts that have been the misunderstanding that has made the mistakes. When you call our sacred fire of the seven mighty Elohim, our consciousness of that sacred fire love into yourselves, you won't have any concepts in mind that are wrong. It will prevent mistakes. It will prevent problems and let your mighty I am presence have command of the outer self, and what you call work today will simply be a joyous activity, and the struggle will be but a memory. We hope you don't remember it very long, and if you use our sacred fire love, you won't. Applause. Thank you so much.
Won't you be seated, please? We want to train a certain number of mankind to live in this world while it is yet discordant. We want to train a certain number of life streams to bring perfection into this world in the midst of its chaos and make your perfection invincible against the chaos. And the mastery comes only from the sacred fire. It doesn't come from anywhere else. It comes from the sacred fire in your heart, comes from the sacred fire of the seven mighty Elohim, comes from the sacred fire of your higher mental body and your electronic presence, comes from the sacred fire in the causal body, comes from the sacred fire in the physical sun and the great central sun. Therefore, if we can have a group of people who will establish this habit, we can bring such perfection in and around you as to make you victorious over everything in the outer world. And do you know why? We want you to obey the law and fulfill the divine plan as completely for your own life stream, as a flower does in the outer world's chaos and destruction. If you analyze, many times, the activity of the powers of nature and forces of the elements, the life that controls and expands beauty and perfection and blessings through the powers of nature and forces of the elements, those blessed, blessed plants go on and fulfill their own divine plan, no matter what surrounds them. This is what we would like to experiment with and express through you, in order to make you invincible against the discord and failure and destruction and filth of the world around you. We want you to go on and manifest the fulfillment of your divine plan while, yet the outer world's chaos still exists, and then can make the call to help consume the discord in the outer world, because you will be master over it. There is only one mastery in all creation, and it's the sacred fire loves eternal purity from the ascended master's octave, as well as your own beloved mighty I in presence and higher mental body. Beloved Elohim Hercules I want you to feel that our presence is so near, so powerfully within you, that you do not fear the conditions of the outer world, and you don't doubt, ever, the answers to your calls. You don't doubt your presence or the ascended host. Your doubt is the thing that locks the door and doesn't let the sacred fire love come and produce the perfection. Anytime you let sacred fire love from your mighty I am presence and higher mental body, or from the sevenfold flame of the seven mighty Elohim, come into you or around you, or from any ascended master's heart flame to whom you call, the moment you let that sacred fire love come into you and you begin to feel it, let it pour its radiation, while you are feeling it, ask it to be made eternal in your flesh, and see whether we mean business or not. See whether we can transmute your outer troubles into your peace and perfection of the divine plan fulfilled. This is the master power of the universe and is the only mastery there is. It's the source of perfection. It never can be contaminated, and it's the only victory in all creation that is master over mankind's frightful evil. Now the reason I am calling this to your attention and the reason I am accepted, so to speak, by outer world consciousness as a being of such force or power, Herculean power, is because I do direct that cosmic electronic force from the great central sun that is boundless and overwhelming to everything in manifestation. But when you realize that my power of that electronic force is my sacred fire love from the great central sun, and I offer that to come into you, and ask you to let us fill you with it in order to prevent what is wrong and blazing through you to help the world around you, you have but to fill yourselves with our sacred fire love. And when you call forth my Herculean power of that sacred fire, it can be the Herculean power of purity and peace and indestructible harmony, and such invincible victory, no human creation can interfere with it. That is what I want you to accept in order to make you invincible against the selfishness, the doubt, the fear, and the destructive forces of the outer world, and if you don't fill yourselves with the sacred fire's indestructible, Herculean purity of that love, 
then the outer world's going to fill you with its discord. You don't have to stay in discord. You don't have to stay in limitations. You don't have to be filled with fear and doubt and selfishness. We can get rid of all of it, inside of you, if you want us to. Applause. Thank you so much. Beloved Elohim Hercules.